Walter befriends an immigrant couple. Richard sits down for an interview. Benjamin ages backwards. Randy stays in the ring. And Harvey makes history. This time on the Oscar should have gone to Best Actor, 2008. And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... Have your own award. And the Oscar goes to. And the Oscar goes to. Sean Penn. Hi, Craig. How are you doing? Good, Meg. We were just um, Meg and I were just kicking off mic about uh, Drag Race season fourteen. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can uh, look out for that podcast. Uh, <laughs> Quick, quick, quick. Give your give your pick who's going to win. If I had to say right now? Right now. Okay. I'm going to say Willow Pill, and here's why. Because Rue gave her a nickname. And once you mm-hmm. get that nickname from Rue, you're gold. Yeah, you're right. Um, it is weird that you can only be a drag queen in Denver if you have a debilitating chronic illness. <laughs> <laughs> But that's the Mile High City for you. Don't live in Denver if you have a problem like that. Things to do in Denver when when you're a chronically (laughs) ill drag queen. When you have crippling pain. Colorado sucks. It's fucking dry (laughs) as hell there. And I get sick from the altitude every time. Anyway, here's how I'm doing. Um, I ordered an air fryer. Okay. Uh, last Let's week. talk. I have an air fryer. Okay. I this is this is how my 2022 is going. I, the day that it came, I was uh, out. Uh, I was not at home, and mm-hmm. I texted Maddie saying, "Please send me a text the moment, all in caps, the moment the air fryer arrives." <laughs> and did he? Yes, he did. Sent me. Took a picture of it sitting Great. on the counter waiting for me to. Get into it. I see what you're doing, and that is a no. Was that Maddie or was that (laughs) Quinn that you were yelling at? It was Quinn. He Maddie left fucking dishes out, and she's circling them like a like a goddamn shark, like a. Um, Have you used the air fryer yet? Yes, many times. (laughs) Okay what what is your favorite dish so far that you've used the air fryer to make? (sighs) Tots. I made okay. tots. I made some tots. Yep. The only thing that I made homemade is I made some like coconut crusted chicken, which I thought was okay. The mm-hmm. cooking chicken from raw in the, do you have any tips on that from raw? in the? I haven't done chicken. I've done fish and it was also okay. It was good. Um, not as good as like pan seared. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, I yeah. think it's going to be, and feel free anybody to tell me otherwise. But I do think it's going to be a real, um, this is what we use when we want to make fun frozen food. Oh, I went to Trader Joe's and bought a shit ton of uh, weird, weird stuff, you know? We cook a lot of Brussels sprouts in the air fryer just because it takes like a third of the time it would take in the oven. And it gets real crispy. Yeah. Um, And then we also, uh, you know what it's really good for is uh, reheating pizza. Oh, I will tell Maddie that because he will be very. Yeah. Uh, that was another reason why we wanted to um, buy it. I got something. I got. I got. I went to Whole Foods and I, the, per Rachel Lewis's recommendation, I got 
boom boom shrimp, which is like frozen breaded shrimp bites. And I with made, with boom boom with boom boom on it. With boom boom, assume, yeah. I assume. And yeah. I threw those in the air fryer. Oof. Those and some tots. First of all, that is uh, dinner fit for a child. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> last night as I was fit shoving. for a king, if the king is seven, years, seven old years old and his uncle just murdered the other king. <laughs> that was a thought that I had when I was shoving them into my face last night, you know. I, catching up on drag race. And I also was thinking, um, I haven't had anything green today. <laughs> Nothing like yeah. clown your way through a bowl, a bowl of fried shrimp and potatoes to think, when was the last time I ate something green? Last night, uh, I had leftover pizza from the night before when I had just regular pizza. So mm-hmm. sure. Sure. We're Dream all, we're all, we are all doing the best we can. We are. That's, and that's all one can ask for here in year 14 of COVID. <laughs> Is that how long we're saving? We're banking these episodes out? <laughs> yeah. We're yeah. Saving yeah. These? yeah. Um, that's not why people come here. They come, they don't come here for air fryer talk. They don't? That's a, that's a different podcast. That's our third <laughs> podcast. So we've got the drag race one coming, the air fryer one coming. Um, but and this then, one. Of course, this one is the Oscar should have gone to. And we're talking about the best actor race in 2008. So let's do Megan's favorite oh thing and talk about the other awards from the year and who was nominated and who won. We'll start with the discredited Golden Globes. Thank for you drama. for every time you've got to say the discredited. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I need a drink. Continue. Let people know for sure. Sure. Okay. So the nominees for best actor at the Academy Awards, Richard Jenkins for The Visitor, Sean Penn for Milk, he wins, Mickey Rourke for The Wrestler, um, Frank Langella for Frost Nixon and Brad Pitt for the curious case of Benjamin Button. Um, so Every time you want to say the curious, the curious of it, the dog of the nighttime. Okay. You know why? Because I like it better. Sure. It's more, it's, I just like it better. I think it's better. So these are the drama nominees. Mickey Rourke wins and he defeats Twist. Leonardo, Cap- Leonardo DiCaprio for Revolutionary Road, Frank Langella, Brad Pitt, and Sean Penn. Golden Globe comedy, Colin Farrell wins for In Bruges, beating his castmate, Brennan Gleeson, Javier Bardem for Vicky Cristina Barcelona, James Franco for Pineapple Express, the discredited James Franco for <laughs> Pineapple Express. Better. And the semi-discredited Dustin Hoffman for Last Chance Harvey. You might the, remember we sort of remembered Last Chance Harvey uh, last episode. Not we enough to look it best up. Actress. Not nope. enough to look it up. Critics' Choice. Sean Penn wins. The other nominees are Brad Pitt, Frank Langella, Mickey Rourke, Richard Jenkins, and Clint Eastwood for Gran Torino, a stain on the film community. <laughs> We're not discrediting Sean Penn, even though I guess there's he's he's just as annoying. He just seems like very annoying. Yeah, I, and I mean, you know, obviously, like he he beat Madonna, uh, and probably I don't know what his relationship was like from right. I mean, also also. Truly, I mean, that's one of the things we're going to talk about with this year, which I feel like we touched on when we did the 2008 episode way back, is the three front runners for best actor this year are all famously difficult men. Problematic so, men. Give it to Brad Pitt. Give it to Brad. Everybody so likes like, Brad Pitt. <laughs> so like leading up to the ceremony, it was like, well, it's going to be one of these three guys, but 
someone's holding their nose to vote for almost every single one of these guys. I think Penn of the three, and I guess we'll get into it, and probably part of the reason why he won, like has more respect from the community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so. But note that only one of these nominees has yelled at me. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. And we'll get into that, of course. We'll tell that story for like the 15th time. <laughs> um, <laughs> Stag Awards. Uh, Sean Penn wins. And the Oscar uh, just uh, repeats. So it's Jenkins, Langella, Pitt, and Mickey Rourke. <clears throat> National Society of Film Critics, LA Film Critics, New York Film Critics, all go Sean Penn. And then the BAFTA has the same five nominees as the Oscars, but Mickey Rourke prevails at the BAFTA Awards. Mickey Rourke. No. Not to be confused um, with... Who's in Breakfast at Tiffany's? Why can't I remember his name? Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney. Sorry, not to be confused with Mickey Rooney. Um, I have to go. Someone just knocked Not on to my be doors. confused with Mickey Mouse. Oh, great. Great. I love where we're going. Not to be confused with Mighty Mouse. I love what we're doing here. Here's what I'm going to ask you to do. And then when I get back, we'll talk about it. I want you to tell the Frank Langella story because someone just knocked on the door. I think there was a package delivered. So I just have to go grab it. Um, so I'm going to let you monologue about Franklin. This is why we need we'll to do talk editing. About Frost set. Okay. Yeah. This is why we no. need to edit. No reason. Mm-hmm. So I just, uh, listen, I've said this before. I've told everybody this before, but when I was in acting school, Franklin Jelly yelled at me. I was being too loud in the, uh, it's very weird to tell this story to nobody, by the way. Uh, I was being loud. My voice carries. I've heard everybody's feedback. I get it. It's not something that I'm trying to do. It's just how it comes out. I hate it when people tell me. Anyway, and one of those people was Frank Langella because I laughed or something. I was in the hallway. He was doing a master class next door, and he came out and looked at me and said, excuse me, miss, people are acting in here. I finished. Did you? Yeah, good timing. You just told it very quickly. I feel well, like usually it's like a six, seven minute story. <laughs> Megan's most famous party trick, telling her about how Frank Langella yelled at her at Stella Adler. <laughs> Everybody gave me such pitying looks. I was like, don't pity me. That guy's an asshole. <laughs> um, good news. My apple cider vinegar Oh, thank God. Chewies have come in. Oh, they thank have arrived. God. Uh, Listen, goalies? I had to go the get goalies? the package. There were, t- there were actually two other. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Come on. Goalies. Goalies. Yeah, I'm a famous podcaster. <laughs> You're going to go brand name with that. You're going to go goalies. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, sorry. I have an ad read real quick. Um, <laughs> you don't have to make this when- up. <laughs> <laughs> Let me t- look at you. Don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. When the stars align in the Big Apple, there's one thing that they need. Apple cider vinegar gummies from Goalie. Great. Make sure you stop those viruses where they live. That's not what... I'm Kelly McDonald. <laughs> That's why you go with Goalie. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Kelly McDonald right now. You don't have to do this. Was that pretty good? I'm Josh, I'm Josh Brolin. I'm dead. <laughs> That's a No Country for Old Men reference. No Country for Old Men reference, guys. Just pulling them out. Um, All right. Frost Nixon. 
Oh, yeah. Frost Nixon. Um, so this shithead is in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. It's a two-hander with um, uh, Michael Sheen. And uh, he plays fucking Nixon. And yeah. he does a good job in that it's not... I don't feel like it's very caricature-y Nixon. Yeah. Um, Which, he, like, in a way, it, it sort of can't be because Frank Langella and Richard Nixon look nothing alike. Nothing. Absolutely um, nothing. Yeah. And they um, don't, like, they don't overly, like, do anything to try and make him look like Nixon either. No. Which is why it works because, yeah, you're not... you're. Which is why it works. He he does yeah. like a gruffer voice, but beyond that, it's just he, it's really a role that he just kind of creates. Did he play this on stage too? He did, and actually, uh, I think this is a great performance. I really like this movie actually. But um, when I I saw it on Broadway with the same two actors um, in the lead roles, and his performance on Broadway was incredible. Like he when he was doing the monologue. That's in the film. It's basically the the cheeseburger phone call mm-hmm. piece. Like at one point, I was just like, "Man, there's no way I will ever be as good of an actor as what this guy's doing right now." Oh, um, I Frank. will probably yell. At, I will probably yell at Megan at some point um, in a similar way. Yes, sure. Um, <laughs> or so I honestly like, have. Yeah, I was like, so that's I got that going for me. Um, hey, but I don't. I quit. This dog's going to kill me. Sorry. Continue. I don't think, uh, just that the, I, even though he's great in the film, like there was something really Titanic about the performance on stage that Titanic. It's not the same. Yeah. He played uh, Rose. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. He played the unsinkable Molly Brown in <laughs> Titanic. He, I'm sure if um, he was here, he would be like, I would have been great. Yeah. Um, but I still think it's very good. I love that like monologue. I also love when he goes, did you do any fornicating? Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I like that part too. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty cool. Nixon was just like this horny old fuck. <laughs> he was like horny for like China and crime. Like that was Nixon's thing. Yeah. Well, who among us? Don't kink shame Nixon. Do not I'm kink not. shame Nixon. Listen, I'm not. Super Listen, weird. he's got to do what he's got to do. He's got to go to Russia, mm-hmm. you know. You know, Khrushchev told me. Um, Should I tell the story about how he yelled at me again? Or No, we can move on. Okay. Um, let's talk about, okay, I referenced this in our Best Actress episode uh, when you're talking about Melissa Leo. Oh, a movie that you're not going to watch. Oh, no, a movie. Nope. Okay. A movie Ooh. that I think the performance is, I it's, it's an actor that I love. I just don't know where the there there is enough to make it a best actor nominee and that's richard jenkins and the visitor i completely agree love yeah. richard jenkins love everything he does and this movie is he, is he should be nominated for the humans this year he will not be mm. this movie um is better than frozen river but ultimately yeah uh we're good yeah he's good in it it's not super his story to tell it's weird that it's another story about immigration. That we yeah. had two indies about immigration, different sides of it, obviously, in the same year, featuring these like small performances by noted character actors that got them, you know, best acting nominees. Which mm-hmm. again, great. Love to see Richard Jenkins get his due. Like cast him in everything. But yeah. not sure why I'm just not sure why this is there. No. Moi non plus. I don't know. I don't know. Move on. Moving on. 
moving on, as as I also talked about the Best Actress episode, there was a movie uh, from a nominated performer I did not watch. And guess what? It was the Curious Case of Benjamin, Benjamin Button. Button. Didn't, didn't did rewatch not, it. I got to tell you, didn't get back to that either. Did Also yeah. did not watch that. I know how it ends. As with him as a baby, so yeah. it doesn't really seem. I get it. Yeah, with with him uh, being taken care of as an old man baby by the woman he used to fuck, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and has oh, a child with. God. <laughs> and, and she doesn't. She didn't in, inherit that, right? The child. Yeah, the kid is like fine. No, the kid's normal, but that's why he runs away to go Forrest Gump on a on a shrimp boat or whatever, right? Um. Uh. Yeah. I mean. This there, especially I love. I think Brad Pitt is great. There's not a ton for him to do. It's mostly a makeup job. Yeah, it's mostly like it's mostly a CGI job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> that is also a Forrest Gump reference. <laughs> he is hot though at the end. Good lord, Br- Brad Pitt's a good-looking dude. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Always has been. Yeah. You ever seen Thelma Louise? Ooh. Who boy. Chimachi. Yeah. And blondes are not my thing. I generally, I like right. dark, dark hair. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, even I, I would not kick him out of bed for eating crackers. Yeah. Which he does. Famously. Often. Yeah. yeah famously. Famous cracker eater. Mm-hmm. Brad Pitt. That's why he and Jennifer Aniston divorced. Crumbs in the sheets. Yeah. And by that crumb, if you're talking about Angelina Jolie crumb, right? <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. That get out of here. Leave. Leave. Um, hey, go, how, go hey, eat your how about them both? How about them both getting best actor nominees the same year though? Yeah. It's a it was a sign of things to come. Yeah. Um all right, let's talk about the heavy hitters. These guys uh kind of traded blows back and forth. Mm-hmm. And that's Sean Penn and Mickey Rourke. Let's talk about Mickey Rourke first because he didn't win. No. Movie this um, movie I, has really been lost to time. Yeah, it has. It's sort of weird. I rewatched it. I forgot how much she's just Hulk Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> Fully? Yes. Uh, but maybe less of a shithead? I don't know. Yeah, ultimately. Yeah. yeah. Ultimately. Although we don't know exactly, you know, how poorly he treated Evan Rachel Wood. Yeah, that's true. It's all very, um, it's very vague in the past. She's great in this um, movie too, by the way. Yeah, and Marissa Tomei. Mm-hmm. Um, Aunt May, I like to call her now. Mm-hmm, sure. Um, as a stripper, Aunt May, dancer. What? Oh, um, yeah, sorry. Yes, she's, yes. The, the, I had forgotten the, and I had watched this, I think, in 2008, too. The physicality of this movie, what he's doing physically, I think is super impressive. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Um, you know, and I'm sure there's, like, tricks and stuff with it, but particularly that hardcore match. Where you yeah. see that he's going to do it, and then they skip to the end of it, and you're like, oh, well, God, he got the shit beat out of him. Thankfully, we skipped that. And then Aronofsky takes us back and actually like shows us the whole match, and you're like, no, 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 no. no. I mean, I think that, I think I remember when this movie came out, reading that he had done, like, a, he had done a lot of this stuff himself. Right. Yeah. And to, again, Darren Aronofsky always likes, like, you know, Black Swan. The, the, Natalie yeah. Corbin, like, learned some dance stuff. It, it just... He likes it to be uh, authentic, and it shows in this. And he does a really good job. It's a very, it's kind of restrained for for a, yeah. such a bombastic, you know, on stage sort of personality. Like the, yeah. it's a, re, it's for Mickey Rourke in particular. It's a pretty restrained um, 
Yeah, you can tell, and you can tell just like how broken the character is. Yeah, I did write down. Speaking of, uh, you know, difficult men, he obviously is such an asshole that he somehow like got back all this like goodwill for this film. Yeah, was able to parlay it into playing the villain in Iron Man two, and that was like it. Yeah, that's it. And then he squandered. Yeah, he like, squandered it and then again. People were like, "No, yeah, not worth it." He squandered all the goodwill. He's America post 9-11 but I literally he just truly he must be such a fucking asshole yeah great performance great performance though great performance you know he's got that going for him yeah Um, another great performance is Sean Penn yeah he's real good which uh, up until the last episode of our podcast I had it's the best film of 2008 yep good movie it's a good movie Um, not anymore though not anymore, though. That's it's not, still a good movie. It's yeah, just not the, it's it's just the not the best film of 2008 anymore. It's, it's been displaced. The best, and he is um, the movie. Like he really is. Yeah. I mean, there's a great supporting cast around him, um, including right. the discredited James Franco. Discredited James Franco. Yeah. Um, but uh, and like you know, honestly, like the city of San Francisco is such a like it's so beautifully shot. It's just uh-huh. so great. Um, but he really is the centerpiece of the movie. And, you know, I think he, unlike something like Mystic River, which we talked about, which, like, he's great in that film as well. Like, he, for me, like, he sort of disappears into this role. He does. And he's doing some affected stuff. Like, he's, his like, Harvey Milk. Like, he's speaking. He has a very affected manner of speech. He has all this stuff. And it doesn't bother, it doesn't. It's not like with I Am Sam or whatever, where it's like, ugh. Yeah. It it doesn't come off, you know, in it. It, it just is, it, it's just a fully embodied character. Right. Um, I cried at the end. I oh, always yeah. do. Oh, yeah. When it, they zoom out, and Emile Hirsch, you know, Cleve mm-hmm. Jones has just thousands and thousands of people marching. Yep. Um, it's a good one. Yeah, it's good. He's really, he's really good. He's really. Do you think this is our worst episode yet? Yes. Because it's all, because this is the truth. It's all yeah. a prelude. Uh-huh. Oh, interesting. <laughs> to, you're going to make, you're going to make a case in another direction. That's what you're saying. I'm just saying all of these, none of these performances that we, of these five episodes, these five episodes, these five movies, none of these performances are like, I think Sean Penn is great. I think, uh, uh. Mickey Rourke is great. I think the other. Well, three why are... don't you why don't you rank the nominated okay. performances okay. for me real quick? Just none of them are like none of them set me a fire. Do you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? None of yeah. them are. I know this is a supporting role, but like none of them are like Philip Seymour Hoffman in doubt, in doubt or what? Yeah. You know what I mean? There's there's some yeah. stuff that's just like even with a. I had more opinions on the Best Actress. You know what I mean? Even if sure. I didn't love Anne Hathaway, I felt a certain way about it. I don't right. feel super strongly about these. So I'm going to rank yeah. them, but know that I'm like, whatever. Not, yeah. Um, okay. So wait, I forget. What was the very first Brad movie Pitt. we talked about? Brad Pitt, Richard Jenkins, Frank Langella. Frank Langella. Okay. So I'm going to put at the bottom, Brad Pitt. Sorry to Bra- apologies to Brad Pitt. It's more of a CGI. Apologies to the, to the visual uh, arts department. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then I'm going to put um, uh, uh, Richard Jenkins. Yes. Which is fine. Fine performance. And then I'm going to yeah. go Frank Langella, even though I hate him. 
Yeah. This is a good Nixon. And yeah. then I'm going to go uh, Mickey Rourke, and then I'm going to go Sean Penn. So the, the bottom three are the same for me. Oh, But I'm oh. really torn with the other two. Well, I understand that. Yeah, for sure. I think, I think Mickey Rourke comes out like a ball of fire. But Sean Penn, by the end of his, of Milk, really has me forgetting it's Sean Penn. Mm-hmm. His, he has more of a, I think even, I think he might have more of a journey. Mm-hmm. That's true. I'm going to go... I'm going to go Sean Penn to Mickey work one today. Today. That could change tomorrow. I'm fine with that. The three, so, the bottom three though, are we're, we're in agreement and we're in agreement in the order. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. Before we get to who I know you're going to talk about, um, let's talk about Colin Farrell and in Bruges. Great movie. Great movie. I think this was also when people were like, Oh, that guy's not just a handsome Irishman. Yes. Like, this guy can act. Yep. Um, he won the Golden Globe, which is the, part of the reason I rewatched it. I think what, and I think he should definitely be in there over someone like Brad Pitt or even Richard Jenkins. Mm-hmm. But what I really think is that Brendan Gleeson should be in there instead of one of them. Cause I think that's what hurts Colin Farrell's case for his, how good he is in the movie. Brendan Gleeson's better. Than yeah, I completely agree. I, but again, it's, it, you're totally right. It is such an, a case of, um, Oh, this hot guy is also good. Like, yeah. and people love to be surprised by. Oh, this hot guy is also good. Right. Um, but you're right, Brendan. Tell Le- me about it. It's crazy to me that Brendan Gleeson does not have an Oscar, and does he even have an Oscar nomination? I don't think so. That's wild. Yeah. That's wild. That's unfortunate. He's excellent. all right. Do your thing, guys. We're back. We're back talking about the best movie of 2008, and that's Revolutionary Road. <laughs> Does Clayton Davis agree with us? We should ask him. Revolutionary Road is so great. And let's talk about Jack Dawson. Nay, Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, He looks so good in this movie. And it is, there's a few parts where you're afraid that he's going to pop a blood vessel. And usually that's not my thing. Usually I'm much more into like sort of a more restrained, uh, you know, and he definitely has those moments, but like he is so broken in this, in the way that like we talked in the last episode about that scene where Kate Winslet says like, no, I hate you. He says like, uh, well, you love me though. And he said, she says, no, I hate you. He is, she is really driving everything. She holds the power in the relationship, which is, I feel like an interesting turn for Leonardo DiCaprio because usually he is more like he is the, he has the most agency. He's like the right. driving force and he is much more like sort of beholden to her. And he plays it so beautifully in that he like, you really buy that he loves her. And, um, it's just so sad. I don't know what else to say. Like, I, I think it's a departure for him to play this type of a role. It's not usual. And I just think he fucking knocks it out of the park. And just has such a sad, even though he's so, he's that boyish young face, especially the second half of the movie, he just has such a sad sort of hangdog like look to him, even, in, and I, 
it just, even when he's not speaking, he just looks so miserable. And, uh, but trying, but again, like we talk about like trying to fake it for like, to be like, well, this is the life I chose, you know, going to work and coming home to my suburban house. And, um, and he has almost more work to do than Winslet because Winslet's very like, like, I hate this. This is, you know, I hate this. And he sort of pretends that he doesn't hate it. He has to put another layer on top of it. And I think he does a great job. Well, I'm going to disappoint you a little bit. You don't. I think, I think he should have been nominated for sure. Like, I think he should get in there uh, over Brad Pitt and Richard Jenkins with Brendan Gleeson, for instance. But I think, and we've, again, this is something we've talked about on these episodes. Winslet is so good. I think she overpowers him to the point that I can't give him best actor. But I think that's the character. I think the character is that she is an overpower. She overpowers. I disagree with you. I I think, I think, I think it's like the opposite of what we were talking about with doubt last episode with Meryl Streep and Philip Seymour Hoffman. I don't think he ever matches her. He quite matches her in terms of performance. Well, maybe that's true. Maybe that is true because she's Kate Winslet and she's like one of the best actresses of all time. And like, but he is also incredible. Listen, I'm happy that I I would not give it to him over Sean Penn or Mickey Rourke. Wow. Agree to disagree. So yeah. th- that means Mickey Rourke has an Oscar and Leonardo DiCaprio has. He a, already has. A, he has an Oscar. Does he have an Oscar at this point? No. That No. Revenant no. comes much later. Yeah. yeah. Well. Um, and we, I think we all agree we would give Michael Shannon an Oscar too. Oh, over Philip Seymour no, Hoffman? No, not over Philip Seymour Hoffman. No, mm. not over Philip Seymour Hoffman. But I I'd nominate I him. Who won this year? I don't think it was Philip Seymour Hoffman. He it never wasn't. won. No, he won for Capote. Oh, he did. But win he didn't Capote. win. Yeah. Um, I'll look it up while you. I don't know. Say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> this is a short episode, but I don't know what else to say. That's okay. You know, not all every episode has to be you know two hours long. <laughs> Or even 25 minutes long. By the way, not every movie has to be two hours long. Yeah, guys, if you're listening. Hollywood. It doesn't need to be, to be that, that long. long. We've been recording for a half an hour, so it's yeah, that I long. can't believe I can't figure, I can't just like looking, I can't even. Remember. You can't believe you what? You can't even just think about it? Yeah. Like looking at like. The nominees. The nominees. Like, oh, what other movies came out? Oh, like, I'm going to shock you. Okay. So this is, I'm, I'm going to see if you can get this. So this is, uh, this is the year before that went to 10 nominees, right? Yes. Why did it go to 10 nominees? Oh, Heath Ledger. Yes. Of right. course. Heath Ledger. Of course. Um, RIP. RIP. Uh, I can't get anything to plug. No. I mean, I my air fryer. Like, the co- I asked you like thirty-five minutes ago, but yeah. um, just wanted to make sure. My air fryer, I guess. Everybody, get on the air fryer train. Yeah, choo-choo. Send us your favorite recipes. Yes, please, please. And you can do that to uh, the Oscar Should on Twitter, mm-hmm. or you can post uh, on our Facebook at the Oscar Should Have Gone To, or on Instagram. Uh, if you like what you're listening to, please write and review us on iTunes. We'll be back. You know, a few weeks, we're going to be talking about some movies from the 1950s. We've only got two years left of the 1950s, 1952 and 1958. And then what do we do? 
I don't know. Probably. Thelma and Louise it off the cliff. Probably put an end to it. Yep. Put an end to everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you had a good time. We did. 